Hi guys, welcome to episode 14 of the Larry Weekly. I'm Agathe. Today's episode is brought to you by me, Sofiane, Brit, and Maite. Some of us are new to the team, so don't be surprised by the new voices. Today, we decided to talk about toxic Harrys, or airballs as some people call them. Just the toxicity in Harry's fandom, more specifically, how those behaviors could stop and what can be done to make it a safer place. Enjoy! Um, and just as a little disclaimer, in this episode, we will talk about Harry's. Um, but when we are talking about Harry's, we are only talking about toxic Harry's. We absolutely respect Harry's, so this is about toxic Harry's only. We are going to cover negative and positive aspects, and these are the negatives we thought we should cover today. Uh, the sexualizing online, the sex size, negative sizes, the screaming that goes on in the concerts, um, the brightly like sheep and edits, the hate against One Direction, the toxicity online, um, like how we're becoming more like a trend, like a object, like a product, uh, the whole uh, Julie Byron uh, thing that's going on, and the thro- uh, throwing dangerous, dangerous objects um, at him, or Divan for the matter, and the disrespecting of other cultures, and how these toxic uh, behaviors could be stopped. The other thing we wanted to focus on was the positive side of things. So fan projects that have made Harry happy, um, all of the positive signs, the cute gifts, um, bringing back flowers for him, positive threads online about beautiful Harry moments and cute words trending online like his polka dot queenery for his Bangkok outfit. First one of the big things that we can see a lot in Harry's uh, fandom and that we can see less in Louis' fandom is all the sexualizing of him online. Um, basically because Harry is always and has always been uh, shown as a sex symbol uh, in the by the medias and a womanizer. And so a lot of girls are sexualizing and treating him like a sex object, basically. And that can be really, really... Um, I mean, problematic because he has made clear that it's it's made uh, it's ooh, it makes him very very uncomfortable, um, and I personally sometimes tweet about talking about his body in the most horrific way and about what uh, do they want to do to Harry. So it's very sexual harassment and. So yeah, I mean, it's very well known in this fandom, and I think it's very, very awful. And I, and sometimes the, the girls are minors as well, so it's very, very uh, horrific, basically. So I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I hate it. Like, I, I always hate, and I mean, like even for Louis, I just like hate when people are sexualizing them. Like guys really i don't know like first it makes them very uncomfortable because like i cannot even imagine someone just like just i don't know making fantasies about you um and your body uh like 
without any like kind of content or anything like just I don't know like this just fantasy that people make around them is like insane and I know like they're big and they're celebrities and probably everyone is telling them that they should not care about it and they cannot do anything about it but like it's different when it comes from like outside of the fandom than when it comes like from the inside of the fandom like Mm -hmm. people who are supposed to support you and be there for you and like when they are the one like actually harming you uh like it sucks um also i think what the sexualizing of them is the double standard because i feel like if it was men saying the same disgusting things uh to uh tyler swift or anna grande or thing like that online um they would be cancelled immediately but since he's young girl or even pretty girl or thing like that saying that about harry is like oh okay it's funny how haha feminism or something like that when it's like it's everything but feminism um and i'm not saying one way is better the other the all sexualizing from all gender to any gender is awful but it's just so frustrating that when even like the you know the hard um, interviewer in front of the Australia Australian venue, I don't remember which one, and some guys say, oh, girl, so you, you're waiting early, what would you do if you saw Harry? And one of the girls say, oh, I would kiss him immediately or something. Oh, and yeah, yeah that was... Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, and it's all... I mean, there was a a girl like we're going to talk about sex sign just right after and this girl was having a sign saying i think about you when i sleep with my boyfriend basically and she had that sign be kind of reacted to her somehow like with a smile or something i don't remember and she had a whole article about her and people are saying oh my god it was a hilarious and like the media was saying hilarious sign but just imagine if like a creepy guy because for me this girl as pretty as she can be is creepy a creepy guy would say the same oh yeah i think about you when i fuck my girlfriend like do you really think you would have artic- article and people would say, oh, ha, ha, it's so hilarious. No, everyone would say it's fucking creepy and it needs to be stopped. So it's so infuriating all the medias are actually, uh, I don't know, not rewarding them, but kind of, you know, giving them attention and praising them, basically. Yeah, um, absolutely agree. Yeah, I think that like m- one of, the other main problems are of course all of those sex signs and just like negative signs in general i think um which like we have seen a lot during i think the entire tour to be honest and of course when when i think like you are at a hair show and like the main thing he's trying to create is like a safe space and also like a happy place for even you know like two hours um like yeah as a safe space like a happy place and all this 
and you just bring some like disgusting like signs and it's like guys you are not at the right concert and you are not supporting the right person because um like yeah i mean i just i feel like i'm always gonna repeat myself but like it's different when it comes from outside of the fandom like if your entire point is just to hate harry then you're doing the right thing if you're trying to support him then actually do things that are like supportive mm-hmm. like this this is why you should be a fan i mean and and i don't mean that and like you always have to support him or whatever because like a like if you just want to listen to his music i felt like this is absolutely okay but um don't bring in him down like i mean it just it feels so obvious to say it but it, it feels also so difficult for people to understand that mm. also i feel like harry says a lot about or performing is one of his favorite things to do because he loves to interact with the public like a lot and we saw that since even with one direction like he loves to talk with fan and everything and he loves it that much that he actually takes maybe 10 minutes from every one single one of the show to talk about with fans like there are not a lot of celebrities that do that a lot of performers that would just go 10 10 for 10 15 minutes and just go oh oh are you how can we sing happy birthday to you and oh tell us our story about you know and still people use that time to make very depressing basically like it's so so sad like we had in australia a sign that said my patients are dying while i'm here or we had uh, my cat died today or i don't know like i've missed my grand i'll just see if you have one sign like this like during the entire tour it can be quite funny i mean not the patient one but like okay yeah at some points, I don't remember which show, but I think uh, the United States, but I don't remember which one. He was the one saying, guys, what is happening with the signs tonight? Because who wants to be surrounded by very, very negative signs? Or even the signs that say, oh, my, my wife made me come here, basically saying, I don't like you, but I have to be here. Like, who wants to to show that kind of energy to a singer who loves seeing so much that's so weird to me right yeah, yeah like I, I, sorry go go ahead no 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 go 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 ahead no go please <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so um yeah i was while i was listening to both of you talk i was thinking the difference uh in the difference in like the Latin America shows and well US Australia like Europe shows and I don't know why but for some reasons um I see more negative signs in the US shows or Europe shows or I don't know I haven't saw as much uh, seen as much um stuff uh in the Australian one but for some reason here in the Latin America shows um I haven't ever been to a Harry concert but for what I've seen here there's not as much like 
negative or signs or like sex signs or whatever you want to call them. And I would love to know what that is because I don't know if it's like a problem of, uh, for example, and I'm, okay, I'm going to talk about the US, but uh, I don't know if it's a problem of um, like he doing so many shows or he being so overexposed in the US that people think that that may gives them gives them the right to like do whatever they want at the shows like uh literally i don't know like doing whatever you think you you can do or like what what you want to do and i think that's a problem and i think that maybe that's why here in latin america shows aren't like like that or this face weak race is different and i think that it has to do with that we don't get as many uh, like opportunities here to see like big artists or to get or to get like merch or to get them to come here. So I think that it's a problem of him being a bit more overexposed there. So that gives them uh, gives the fans or not all of them but some of them like to say, oh, well I'm gonna do what I want and I'm not going to risk the others or even Harry in that sense because I can't imagine being up in that stage and like singing like to a lot of people and seeing signs like oh um I don't know my grandma and I and I came here instead of going to her funeral oh uh, I think of you when I do this and this and this and it's I think it's exhausting it's exhausting mm. for him for the band because it's, it's, it's people need to understand that it's his job and he, as much as he likes it, that can be this space fans create. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think it has to be a problem of respect in the end because if you do that, like, I don't really think you're respecting the artist you're a fan of. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, <laughs> go on. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to say, um, like, I think this will come, like, a bit later um, in the conversation, but um, Harry is, I think, and as you said, Maite, like, in the U.S., I think this is, like, mainly the case there, maybe, um, seen as an, an object, because, like, they just, they just, um, I don't know, like I th- this is something that the management installed like for some reason you know like um Harry has just such like a weird uh relationship with the country that now I feel like they just think that they can do whatever they want with him because he's not like a human anymore like I feel like he's just so um I don't know he he's he's so big and he's yeah. like this insane celebrity that is so high and like untouchable that they just they don't even see him as a human anymore which i think mm-hmm. is why some people um like don't care about bringing like negative signs about sexualizing him about like doing all of those negative things that we see um like so well but i don't think they think that he sees it like because yeah like for for them it's so 
insane that he would actually care about that. But, like, he's still a human and he he still, like, has to, um, like, sleep every night. And he's probably trying to remember, like, good moments of his concerts. And if, like, the main moments are those signs or those screams, well, I don't think he's going to feel that well, you know? I think... I think I agree with you at some point, but I also think the opposite of what you said. It's like I, I, I truly, I truly get the God things they try to create, and it's totally true. But I actually, I, I saw a lot of a uh, live of the residencies in the US and a few shows in the late, late time, uh, yeah, um, yeah, South America, and I feel like by you know, by the end of the residencies in the US, it did at least when we we have to count the first tour, the second tour and the residencies and everything. So it was at least, I don't know, like the 200, maybe 300 shows, like it was insane. And I feel like uh, South America really don't take him for granted, basically. Like they were so, so happy he would come that they just decided to give him the best welcome, basically doing this amazing project, screaming, leave America, like showing him love because they were so, I guess, like uh, very grateful that he would be there and take the time and everything. And and like that's all every fan should be at, basically. But uh, uh, these toxic Americans in this show, for what I saw online and what happened during the shows is that some of them, went to see him like 40, 50 times by then. And a lot of the times they were in in the pits, basically. So by the end of the show, first of all, they knew the show by heart. So at some point they didn't even dance anymore. They basically just filmed. And also um, they were like, oh, I was on, on pit and front row so many times in a row and I had so many interactions with Harry that sometimes they just think uh, Harry is their friend, basically, and their buddy, oh, and yeah. they, they can have inside joke and call him daddy. And it's okay because it's so, they saw him so many times that they're friend now. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's not even the God. It's the opposite of that. It's that they just think they can do anything to him because they're basically friends now that they see him so many times that, that he smiled to them so many times maybe they tried to test his limit as well like oh okay so i had positive signs at, at once but then i show 35 i want to go further and further and maybe maybe what he's going to do when I, I call him daddy i don't know or yeah and sometimes it's even worse it's just people just want an interaction with harry whether it's good or bad, they just want to shock him, you know, they're going to have very disgusting signs just because they can film him being disgusted, basically. And it's awful as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely go, you mean. And like you said, like, uh, it's supposed to happen during the show and have this time with his fans and then he leaves the stage and just going to remember all these signs. Because... The thing is with sign, when you think about it, just imagine being in front of a crowd full of strangers. You don't know these people. You don't know what they do. You don't know them. And you're going in front of tons of faces 
and then you just have messages like basically just like i don't know comments online it's going to be the same thing but they're in front of you and you can see the person who is posting that message and they're just sexualizing you so now you have to remember having this pop-up and you still have to perform at the same time and try not to be so shocked about what you just saw and you can see the actual face of the person saying that to you uh, i mean I, honestly like, that would be totally extremely triggering for me and you might have a lot of anxiety i mean i don't want to say it but maybe it's used to it by now which is awful as well but uh, yeah i don't, don't don't understand how people cannot see or extremely extremely difficult it can be and damaging to someone because uh, as you said it's, it's just a human being so yeah. yeah yeah also he like harry in particular he always tries to make his shows the safest place possible he i mean he has a song that's called treat people with kindness that kind of that is kind of his motor he's like mm-hmm. against like the gun violence so like all of what he does is trying to spread positiveness, right? And then to go to a concert and like see the level of like disregard for what he he does or like what he like preaches is like it's like I don't know how to call it even. It's it's surprising and I cannot imagine like him being up on that stage. And like seeing the few people he actually can see are the people that are on the pit. So like people like lifting those kind of signs. And maybe I think that unfortunately he's used to it by now. But maybe uh, like earlier in his career, he was like, oh, is that what they think of me? And I think people need to realize that artists are persons, they're human beings, they have emotions. So it's not like I can do whatever I want, they're going to brush it off or like they're not going to like, I don't know, say something, you know? Um, um, la- last things about the just uh, since we're still on the show um, yeah. that's happened recently. Uh, just quick things that I, so I heard this TikTok girl and had confirmation with one of my moods who were on the Australian shows and they said that in the pits, especially uh, the very front pits, like the pods, um, during some silence when Harry was speaking, doing a speech or thing like that, in the songs, there were people screaming badly, basically saying the F word, um, like very sexualizing and actually screaming at them. And like a lot of girls were doing it at the time. So obviously, you heard it and it's like it's it's literally catcall and sexual harassment and to do that as a show is just yeah horrendous i guess so yeah, yeah please stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> just don't do it <laughs> like i think i, I think you, you know you know and we we, we know everyone mm-hmm. knows Let's go, Maita. I, I feel you. You should start. <laughs> okay. So, um, I I really, really don't want to be talking about this because I never thought it was some, something that needed to be said. But uh, and I'm going to say it anyways. I think this is a millionth time someone in this fandom is going to say this. 
Harry is not sleeping with everyone he works with. He's not sleeping with everybody. He he even as much as looks at someone's direction. So please, 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 we need to stop with this nonsense. In the sense of putting every other sheep aside. I don't care if you are a head fan, if you think Larry is real, if you think uh, Sarah is real, whatever you think, put those beliefs aside. You are treating Harry as if he was, I don't know, I don't even know the word to call this, to be honest. But I think it's, it's kind of uh, ridiculous that uh, we need to to be saying this, that Harry's not going to stick with, like, every person he comes in contact with. And I also think that it's uh, a bit damaging, like, the whole brotherly thing, in the sense that uh, people who believe that Harry is either with Louis or with any other male person were always disregarded, in the sense that we were always called crazy, we were called mm-hmm. horrible names, horrible we had a uh, like really horrible uh, start, and I think sometimes that keeps on happening. So to have these like I don't know fans saying that it's hot to see him with Brad, I think that is the most damaging thing because that is actually fetishizing. Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, someone or like male the relationships with other males so i think that's horrible like uh, like i don't i don't i don't know i mean how we even came up with this or who came up with this like i mean they're essentially doing what like Darius have been doing in the sense of uh 10 or more years that we've been saying that uh, I know their behavior, their tattoos and stuff, and we were called horrible names, and now they're doing the same just because they think it's hot. And I think that is damaging um, to the fandom, to uh, queer people who are in a relationship with an anime. Having to see that in 2023, I think it's absolutely horrible. And yeah, I just that are my thoughts, but but yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, I think one of the worst thing about Bradbury, I don't like. I think it was really brought up by the fans, or if it was by management, it was really smart for once. Um, but they just saw this guy and said, okay, he's hot. Harry's hot. So I'm just going to put them together. And like we said, that's still sexualizing people because we don't know this guy, Brad. Um, and it's exactly the same as just putting everyone Harry hang up with and just like, oh, okay, so you hang up with this one and his heart or she's hot. So you must date them, you know? So yeah, that's really stupid. What is also kind of stupid in is that I saw the same people that were saying that Harry and Brad are together say that Harry slept with, uh, I think it was an Australian dancer, like the pig that yes. came out with Harry with two girls. 
Well, I mm -hmm. I saw the same people saying that Harry was in a committed relationship with Brad, that he mm -hmm. slept with one of the girls. Like, uh, you just... It, it, that's not... It doesn't I, happen. Yeah, like, he... I mean, yeah, they're both hot. Yeah, those girls were hot. And Harry is hot, whatever you want to call it. But that doesn't make them sleep together. It's like... Yeah, imagine going down the street and seeing two, like, attractive person and instantly thinking, oh, they must sleep together. <laughs> like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I don't know what happened in Australia because they... I don't know if it's the media or just the fans that are so really wanted to have some gossip because I heard at least four different stories about what supposedly happened. So we have the story of Brad actually hooking up with these girls and pouring them champagne. We have the story of Harry do, sleeping with one of the girls. We have a story of Harry basically sleeping with a tons of different girls in Australia. They like it, different girls in every city or something. And or we have him doing foursomes with bribes and girls. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why do you want to in, create such a narrative that he, he loves to sleep with Australian people? Like, it's so weird. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, my God. Like I saw comments on TikToks about this picture with him and the girls uh, of people saying, oh my God, I'm not the same ever since I know what happened. And you're like, you don't know. It's not because a girl said, oh, I know someone who knows someone who knows someone that actually, like you don't know. And there were a lot of people saying, oh my God, yeah, try not to think about what he did. And I'm like, what? The poor guy was seen every time running through his like to his car and going to his hotel and just sleep basically. And people were still talking about him taking girls backstage. So you know. Do you want to like introduce this one? All the hate against Wendy. Oh yeah, it's just. I mean, what do we even say about it? The fact that whenever. I guess any of them do anything to do with the band nowadays. All of the solos hate on it. And um, I guess all the comments we've had about how Harry doesn't like it and he doesn't like to be reminded of it and things like that, where he literally has what makes you beautiful in his set and has said that that's like the one song that he will never stop performing. It's just, well, I don't know that, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And him like wearing, just, like, the... It just baffles me that, that someone can say that they that they love him and they're so proud of him and then shit on what made him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I, saw yeah. Some, I saw some Harry's saying, basically, the, bo the boy, like, the band was embarrassing and some people uh, actually love to act like one direction never happened like they're talking yeah. about oh yeah we don't talk about that like yeah no it never happened that's so weird yeah like i mean you can um don't i mean you can not like one direction in the sense of you can it's totally fine that you don't like their music that you know what a fan of them but you can disregard the fact that harry wouldn't be a household name if he was ever part of One Direction. Exactly. 
Like One Direction was what brought him to stardom. Like it or not, that is where he comes from. Exactly. You can't disregard half of of his career just because you don't like that part. It's like I know. um, I don't really know what to compare it with, but it's. I don't think it's stupid. It is mm-hmm. very stupid, I agree. But I don't think people realise how many of his mannerisms and his comments and his little dances and things like that actually came from when he was in the band. Like, mm-hmm. if he really hated it as much as they think he did, he would not still be doing all of those. And he would not make it a fact that it's, do you know what I mean? Like, he knows what it means to everyone and he knows that I'm going to just quote friends for a second. He knows we know we know. Yeah. 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 In the sense that, like, those of us who actually understand how important the band was to him know and can disregard anything that anybody else is saying because of what the band is. Yeah, and, like, he grew up with the band. And that I think that that is one of the most important, like, factors because he audition for a show when he was 16 he got placed in the band when he was 16 so he was still like developing in the sense of he was still finding uh, finding his like personality or his style or like all the things every person like goes through when they are growing up he did it in the spotlight so like Like, I think that people forget that he grew up in One Direction. So exactly. if you disregard that, you're disregarding half of, of his life also. You're not just disregarding his, like, career, but his life because he grew up with that. It's not that it was, it was like, two years of his life and then it was it. No, it was, it was more than two. It was, like, five and he grew up with that, and I think that it's it, that's important. And he wouldn't keep songs from the band if he didn't like it, if he didn't have a good time as much as uh, like horrible stuff happened, but uh, like good stuff did too. Exactly. Like I think they don't realize like a lot of them who like to diss the band focus on the bad things that happen, but a lot of them don't realize how much good actually happened during mm. it and like get like management was crap and everything like that and obviously as someone who experienced I don't know about all of you guys but as someone who experienced it all of kind of like I know you say firsthand but like when it happened it's very different to how people are seeing it now when they're going back and finding things whereas mm-hmm. how we felt when it was actually happening yeah, yeah. and I think <coughs> Yeah, I don't know who wanted to speak, but go ahead. Oh, thank you. Now, what's weird to me is that everything you said, like Harry literally said the exact same thing. Like, you know, in his HS1 documentary, like he literally said, I know a lot of people expect me to hate the band, but I didn't. I actually loved it. I had a great time and I will always cherish this moment. Like he literally says it and still people are saying oh no he hates it he hates it i'm like but 
he knew he knew a lot of people would think that and he said it no it's not true I actually loved it exactly. so obviously like you said there were a lot of, of audios and he won't ever say that in in the documentary even if he speak up a lot more about it but like he, he still had great times great shows great friends and it's way like it's his origin story basically so yeah also i think that um part of the issue is that when you say that you were a one direction fan they instantly come for you and it's ridiculous because you need to understand that some people grew up with that band i started listening to them when i was 10 years old and i'm 21 so Mm -hmm. 20 now sorry uh so like half of my life I spent mm. listening to them so you can't ask people to like grow out of that because it's not something you grow out of it's like asking people to stop listening to Queen or to stop listening to the Beatles that is not how it works because you make memories with that with them you I don't know you grew up with them I have memories of me and my friends listening to One Direction like talking so I have memories of me having the the album like of One Direction and bringing it to school and I know reading with my friends about it. So it's it's in that sense I think people need to understand that being a fan of of something it's it goes beyond I mean the likes of of the music because yeah you like the exactly. music but you also like them as as people you also uh, I know. I mean, I think it's bigger than that, and people need to understand that. Because today, for example, I I read a couple of hours ago a tweet saying, oh, uh, people need to grow out of the One Direction phase, and it's not a phase, it's just something you like. And you can be a fan of another artist and still like Harry. like, And that goes for One Direction, and that goes for, with any other artist you enjoy listening to. Just because you enjoy listening to other artists, that no, that doesn't make you any less of a fan. Mm-hmm. So, the Julie Bowen uh, situation. <laughs> so basically, Julie Bowen is an American actress, uh, better known for playing the mom in Modern Family, and she went. I think it was at the end of twenty twenty one. Uh, when it started, and she was interviewed, um, and it was during the first uh, Harry's tour in the US, and basically she was saying, oh yeah, I went to see Harry, and Ellen said, oh, did you bring your kids, and said, no, obviously not, because, you know, I have to be, like, with my girl, and I want to be able to see him, and I don't, like, by seeing, she was singing, like, like see him, like glare at him basically. Um, and I don't remember everything she sexualized him and he was supposedly still with Olivia Wilde back then. So she was saying, yeah, I mean, I know he's, he has a girlfriend now, but I know he loves older women. So if ever he breaks, he breaks up with her, like, I'm here, like, I'm an older woman too, and things like that. So it was really, really problematic. And she did a lot 
throughout all the 22 years, like a lot of time we had to speak about her behavior. And the last thing she said, um, basically she went to see one of the residency show in LA and she brought a sign saying, um, hey, Harry, I'm old or something like that. I'm old, but I'm available or something like that. Um, and she has a sign actually could lit up, like she had like a light uh, thingy around it. And uh, she also had like a, a t-shirt with like um, a cock, but like, you know, the <laughs> male of the chicken, but it was a pun with the name and everything. Uh, so yeah, it was really, really problematic. And um, so it just brought even more sexualizing because they're like, oh, if a personality can talk about it, joke, joke about it on TV and post TikTok about it and nothing happens because everybody thinks it's hilarious, then obviously, obviously all the toxic uh, Harry fans did the same things. And every time in the comments of her TikTok, there were a lot of sexualizing from this fan saying, oh, you go girl, yeah, yes, yeah, Slay, I would do the same and things like that. So it was really something we didn't need, need from people outside of the fandom. Yeah. Yeah, and also, um, I mean, I guess that if you are in your teenage years, it's more expected that you would like like someone and make that kind of comments, you know? And it's not okay, but it's more like known that people that are younger usually kind of can't make that kind of comments. But mm-hmm. seeing a grown woman do that, it's it's just it's disgusting because she is an actress. I mean, she's someone that that knows the industry. She's someone that um that she's old enough to understand why it's not okay to sexualize someone else. And I and I know that um she also went to some kind of uh sexualizing phase when she was younger. Uh, so I cannot see how someone who kind of experienced that is going to do that to someone else. And imagine if the roles were reversed, if it was a younger woman and an older guy doing that stuff. I think we have some double standards in society in general that shouldn't exist. But uh, yeah, I think that having someone from outside the fandom do that, it's, it's weird in the sense that it's not expected to happen. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, uh, first of all, about the double standard, exactly. Like, imagine, I don't know, an actor like, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman was talking about how Rihanna Grande that way. Like, he would have been cancelled immediately, as he should, you know, and she should too. And the fact that women can go on Ellen DeGeneres and casually say they want to have sex with a younger man who has never, um, like, who doesn't deserve, obviously, to be sexualized and, like, with just living his very, very own life. I don't know what you say, but he's, like, the kindest person alive. 
it never asks for anything and they're just this woman who say like okay i'm just going to sexualize uh, on tv and then uh i think it just opens the door for more celebrities and more people on tv to do the same things because Ellen DeGeneres actually laughed about it the audience laughed about it the people seeing the video laughed about it like why is things like that what happening with the opposite gender uh, back then and people were, were allowing it and now we see how much they shouldn't have allowed it and now we're just going to do the same thing again but just because it's a woman talking about a man like like some people like i said like some people uh, think it's feminist uh, feminist to just do the opposite like oh yeah we were sexualized by men for such a long time that now it's our turn to sexualize young men and that's so fucked up because feminism is about respect to every gender every kind of gender so yeah and basically and also it just reinforced his image of a guy who loves older women which again we really didn't need that so uh, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that some people are throwing dangerous objects at Harry. And even though I think that most of, like, most of them don't have, like, bad intentions, uh, and maybe they just want to, like, I don't know, just, like, throw things on stage and hope he will get it and not, like, actually throw it on him, but, like, um... This is still, like, dangerous, especially when this is, like, I don't know, like, hard objects or, like, glass or even, like, water because we've seen, like, multiple times him, like, Harry slipping because of, like, watery stuff on stage. So, like, I mean, yeah, just, like, be gentle. (laughs) Be gentle. And... Yeah, I think I think I just see where you want to go with this, but like, don't don't do that, please. Um, I just remembered the girl uh, who throws kittens at him and who hurt his high really bad during as it was. I think it was during one of the last residency um, in LA. Yeah, and um, I remember this girl was found really easily on TikTok a few days later. And basically she was a minor, first of all. And uh, she she said basically she threw Skittle because I hope like she hoped he would kind of catch them or something. And also because she was bored. Like there were a lot of things really weird and she ha- got a lot of deserved aids even though like maybe it was a little too much because she was really young. But uh, I just hope, I just hope like things like this and seeing these videos uh, can just bring more awareness, uh, not like the things you you, you really shouldn't do uh, when you're in pits, especially for younger people who go to pits. I mean, it's so silly to think we have to do a, a awareness warning not to throw things at him but i guess we have to and yeah i just hope we can 
I don't know, like every time we have things like that and hopefully we are going to have less and less things like that um, to just stop uh, trying to hurt him and everything <laughs> and make it a safer place for him. Because like you said, I feel like he, he, during the first two, he got a lot of water, but then there were a lot of video of him being really mad about it that I feel like now people have stopped doing that. So also if there were a video of someone throwing a phone and him being very mad about it, about it. So I guess people don't do that anymore. Like it's awful that Harry had to get mad to make people stop. But I guess in some ways there is a pre-improvement, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully people will realize now. Yeah. Yeah, did you guys that... see that she posted a video saying that Harry blocked her? No way. No, no. I haven't seen that. I, I've just sent it to the, the chat. Um, Harry apparently blocked her on Instagram. She can't, like, look at his profile whatsoever. Oh, oh my god, he found her. Well, that goes to say that nothing people do goes unseen from Harry. Exactly. So please be mindful of what you do because... Like, um, there's certain concept etiquette that you should know, and you should know as a human being that um, there's things that are just wrong to do and disrespectful to others, and not just Harry because it's not just Harry up on that stage. It's the band. They have expensive equipment. They have cameras. So imagine if you show something. And for some reason, it bounces and hits, I don't know, security or a camera or something. It's it's not right to do so. You're disrespecting him, Vivan, mm. the whole crew that comes together to put the amazing concert. And the other fans that are there, I want to enjoy the concert. Because, look, Harry is uh, a really respectful person. And, she's, and he's an angel in the sense of he's never going to not perform, but other artists uh, cut off the concert and not and they didn't perform. So just, I think that people should be mindful of the actions and the consequences those actions uh, can have. So please uh, be more respectful in concerts. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it should be a safe place for everyone, the people around you, the people walking, and the people on stage. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and just what I wanted to say that forgot um, about the people disrespecting Harry, especially the one who did like 40 shows with him, is also they feel like not only maybe they are friends with Harry, but also, like you said, they are treating him like an object because they feel like they he owe, like he owe them something because they spent so much money on him that's basically just here for entertaining them and they deserve his attention they deserve uh, interaction and everything and basically like he yeah he he owns them something you know um no owes them owes them something Mm -hmm. and yeah that's so problematic but yeah yeah like, I think we can also mainly see this, like, n- maybe not mainly, but we can see it with um, Harry's outfits, 
because like mm. you know for, uh like in this Harry store like all of his outfits like um yeah are very different from his first store and some people like um really do not like those outfits which is like fine but it feels like they are always like i don't know um twitting about it and saying like oh harry you should like change outfits you should go back to like um mm. the way it looked before and all this and i'm just like i i get that you're mad like that they you just don't like the outfits but it does not mean that harry uh, like has to do something for you like he yeah. does not have to like change the way he dresses because you do not like the way it is like i don't know i just feel like this is so weird like this entire thing about outfits just makes me so mad because like even though sometimes i'm like oh i don't really like this outfit but well i'm just not gonna like fucking like harass the boy um to to change the way he decides to dress because at the end of the day he is the one on stage so you're just paying to see him Mm -hmm. oh god that makes me so bad yeah i saw a tiktok uh, some tiktok actually a lot of different tiktok saying especially americans uh who are saying oh so last night they got to see the butterfly or you know harry shirtless when then i had to to see that and then they were putting the outfit that he wore for their shows or thing like that yeah and and also, yeah, a lot of thread of, oh, Harry's worst outfit, or, oh, yeah, don't lie, you can say this outfit is pretty. Like, why? Like, you know, he's, he's eventually going to see it or, or thing like yeah. that because there are eat tweets, basically. Yeah. Now it's time for the speed round. This episode's question is, what was your favourite Oslot fit? Um, I guess I'll go first, and I'm obviously going to be biased towards the outfit he wore for my show which was the gold coast outfit um i don't know i think it was just it was so cute and it was very him and it was like the fact that it was a baby tee and it had satin in sequins and like gems and then those leather pants he just i, I just can't yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i'm a little biased but i think that was my favorite <laughs> I get that. Um, my favorite, I think, was like Auckland. Okay, because uh-huh. we're also we're also counting New Zealand. Yeah, I think I really like this, like that outfit. The pants was actually fitting really well, and love the baby tee too. It was like a kind of like gems, gems also, uh, and it was like a kind of whale, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Also looks like him and colorful and pretty cool and childish. I don't know. I just like like the vibe that it was. It was a cool outfit, I think. Honestly, like I agree with both of you because that's both of my favorite outfits. Like I'm a sucker for black leather pants. So Gold Coast and also I love astrology so much. So Saturn was really big for me, but also the first purple pants and they were really beautiful um, for Auckland. And also I love the fact that he basically put a whale on his shirt in the 
country of Kiwi and he does a whale at every Kiwi song. So I don't know if it was on purpose, but that was very cute for me. And I don't know if it was a whale or mermaid. For me, it's more a whale. But yeah, I think it's really cute to have these kind of little drawings with gems on baby tea. And the pens, the purple pens were amazing. So yeah. Yeah, I like, I mean, all of his outfits and I agree with your choices. I mean, I, I love them. But um, I really liked the second outfit of Sydney like Sydney Night 2, just because I love how yellow it looks on him. And I love that he had a bit of, bit of um, how do you call this? Um, well, things that moved <laughs> while he was. The French? Uh, the f- yeah. The French? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's always cool. And I love the combination of this kind of baby pink with uh, yellow. And I think he actually reworded the pants he wore for the first night of Sydney so I liked that that he combined two pieces of different like outfits to make a new one um, mm-hmm. so yeah but um, I think that all of the outfits are super fun and like they're all the outfits uh, scream Harry to me so <laughs> yeah he's just so cute <laughs> yeah yes wait, yeah. wait um... can I just say I also loved that the Gold Coast post is where he decided to meme himself. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> like, it was just that something extra that we were waiting for, and it was great, and I love it. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Larry Weekly. We hope you've learned something new. If you want to know all about our positive ideas to stop these toxic behaviors, stay tuned for the next parts. If you want to be a part of this journey, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at The Larry Weekly to keep up with all podcast-related news and exclusive. See you next Friday for a new refill.